0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. Busy night. Busy night. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. David, North Harrison in Scottsburg. So I'm sorry. We'll come back. I forgot. We'll get to you. David, be patient. We'll get to you. Let's go to that scoreboard update with the man himself, James Woods.
2: All right. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They are heading to Dublin to take on Navy in their season opener. Notre Dame head coach Marcus Freeman, he spoke earlier about playing in Ireland and how he thinks that playing in front of the Irish fans will be in their favor.
3: I, I think it's going to be in our favor. Um, I just for the first time had a chance to walk out in that stadium and you see how it's structured. It looks like it's going to keep a lot of the noise inside. And um, that hopefully will work in our favor. Um, You know, we've had a lot of people, I think, coaches, players that are over here that have been here all week. And I've heard it from people I've talked to, like there's starving fans everywhere over here. And it's just, uh, it's exciting, but a great reminder of the global impact this university has. And it's so reminders like that when you hear about, man, I got off the plane, everybody's saying go Irish. And, and when you hear that from other people, it's like, okay, if, if, if it's a reminder. Sometimes to take for granted how special this place is.
2: Coach Freeman also spoke about the trip to Ireland and how his team is excited to be there.
3: Well, we've been preparing myself and, and some of our staff have been par- preparing for the logistics of traveling over here for a long time. Right, mean, we met about it in the spring and in the summer, and, and really um, did some research on when we want to come, what we're going to do, and, and the routine we'll have when we get here. Um, but we're finally here, you know, and that's that's exciting to, to finally have wheels down here in Ireland. and make, we're excited to be a part of this. And that's what I keep telling our players: we have to understand. And we're here for a reason to play a game and win a game, but it's okay to enjoy being in the country of art. Right? And um, I want them to embrace it and enjoy it because I'm going to. But uh, we're excited and we're ready. And um, the buildups are good, but but now it's time to get ready for a great game on
2: Saturday. Uh, time for another update of Major League Baseball scores. Arizona and Cincinnati. Arizona has now taken a 5-1 to lead over the Reds that game in the bottom of the fourth inning. Seattle now down 3-2 to to the Kansas City Royals that game in the top of the third. And midway through the fourth inning, Atlanta is up 3 to nothing over the San Francisco Giants. Games that went final earlier, Detroit, they beat Houston 4-1. The New York Yankees, they get the 6-2 victory over the Tampa Bay Rays. Washington, they beat Miami 7 to 4 Baltimore Orioles they get the victory over the Colorado Rockies by a score of five to four. Philadelphia they beat St. Louis today seven to two. Chicago Cubs they fall to the Pittsburgh Pirates in Pittsburgh by a score of two to one. Cleveland gets the victory over the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto five to two in favor of the Guardians. Los Angeles Angels they beat the New York Mets by a score of three to one. The Dodgers they went to Boston and beat the Red Sox seven to four, and the Oakland A's they beat the Chicago White Sox by. A score of 12 to 4. Looking back at Indiana High School football scores, bunch of scores have come in now. Fort Wayne Snyder, they get the victory over East Noble 45 to 28. Fort Wayne Wayne, they beat Fort Wayne Northrop 35 to 7. Fountain Central, they beat Crawfordsville 28 to 12. Franklin Central, they get the victory over Indianapolis Ron Colley by a score of 20 to 6. Franklin, they beat Lapel. This was a close game. Went to overtime. Frankton gets the win, 38 to 37. Greenfield Central, they beat Greensburg by a score of 57 to nothing. Garen Catholic, they beat Lafayette Central Catholic, 27 to three. Hamilton Heights, they took on North Montgomery today. Hamilton Heights gets the victory, 28-12. Hamilton Southeastern, they beat North Central today, 35-7. Heritage beats Fairfield, 39-13 is that final score. Indianapolis Chittard, they beat Indianapolis Tech, 46-6. Indianapolis Lutheran, they beat Indianapolis Ritter, 49-12. Indianapolis Cecina, they get the victory over Speedway, 37-26. I'm James Adams.
1: Welcome back, everybody. As I mentioned before, I made a mistake going to the top of the hour scoreboard update. David Deaton gets the award for holding the longest tonight from WKLO. North Harrison and Scottsburg, the winner of this uh, battle tonight was the weather, right, David?
4: Yeah, the lightning kind of won out, both to the south and to the west of Scottsburg tonight. We had uh, severe thunderstorm warnings to the south around New Albany, Jeffersonville, and Clarksville, and so we had some lightning from that storm, could see it from Scottsburg, and then we had another storm that just kind of popped up uh, right around between Brownstown and Salem, and that kind of inched over towards Scottsburg a little more. The lightning got a little bit more vivid as it got closer to Scottsburg, so we ended up getting called off pretty early in the game tonight with 9.59 to go in the first quarter, in fact. we don't, Each team had already had a drive, and so North Harrison is up 7 to nothing in a game that will be picked up again tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock at Warrior Field in Scottsburg. So that's where we stand, and so our game delayed because of the lightning nearby and for the safety of the fans and for the players both as well. So we're uh, kind of on pause right now as we turn our attention to tomorrow night to determine who wins this game in a mid-Southern Conference matchup.
1: Well, tell me uh, some of the highlights of the quarter you got to do.
4: Well, so early on, Scottsburg got the first drive and got a little bit of a rhythm going on offense, had a third down and one after a bubble screen pass completion for seven yards and a two-yard run. And then their sophomore quarterback, Nathan Bird, Scrambles for a five yard run to get them a first down, but then the drive stalled out for the Warriors. Three straight incompletions. Almost one, or one of those almost resulted in a North Harrison interception in their own territory. So they forced Scottsburg to punt. North Harrison got pinned back all the way at their own four yard line. Lucas Topi, the senior punter, kicker, and also wide receiver for Scottsburg, got off a really good punt, 55 yards on the punt, pinning the Cougars deep in their own territory. First play from scrimmage coach, the Cougars handed off to Colton McKinney, their junior running back, and he took off, found a hole on the right side of the line, and just bursted down his sideline, ran away from the Scottsburg defense 96 yards for the touchdown. North Harrison booted the extra point through. Scottsburg got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty that resulted in the kickoff being moved up to the Scottsburg 45 yard line. And that's when we saw the lightning strike to the south that resulted in the first lightning delay. We then had a second lightning delay because of uh, lightning to the west. So we thought, well, maybe around 9.15 we'll get started, because we started late Mm -hmm. anyway at 8 o'clock due to the heat and the humidity. So instead, we ended up getting more lightning. And so the uh, (laughs) athletic directors and the officials got together and decided, you know what, we'll just pick this up again tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock. So that's what we're doing. And so North Harrison with a lot of momentum to start the game, but it was stopped obviously because of the lightning nearby.
1: David Deaton from WKLO. We'll talk to you tomorrow night when you wrap this thing up, okay? All right. Sounds good, coach. Thank you so much. Thank you. Paul Condry, the Hall of Famer, he's in two Halls of Fame. That's how good he is. He's in the Indiana Football Hall of Fame and the Indiana Sports Writers and Sportscasters Hall of Fame. Founder of the Regional Radio Sports Network. Publisher of the Indiana Football Digest. And the best friend football has in the state of Indiana. Tonight on the Regional Radio Sports Network, Paul has the Merrillville-Hobert battle. His beloved bricks. This one goes to Merrillville 31-12. to 12. Paul, thanks so much for the call. No
5: lightning up here in Northwest Indiana, Coach, but I can tell you this, the lightning on the field was the Maribel offense as they continue their early-season prowess. They've racked up 944 yards of offense in their first two games against Andrin and Hobart, respectively, as they win easily tonight. They scored the first three times they touched the football, but the story is a loaded uh, junior class with 18 juniors. A lot of those guys making special moments already uh, led by uh, J.Q. Johnson, a very, very talented 10th grade running back. He went big today uh, going for 173 yards. Also senior Dante Pope uh, had a sensational effort tonight. It was just too much variable tonight. Offense, defense dominated the field. Kept Hooper to bay. Hooper never gave up in the football game, showing a lot of character battling, scoring at the end, but uh, Maryville just did all they wanted to do, and then some limited uh, Hobart to 2 of 11 on third down conversions, and really kind of stymied uh, the rookie uh, offense. Every time that I see Mike Hobart got something going, Maryville defense made a big play after big play. They end up uh, winning the football game uh, by the count of 31 to 12. Maryville's now won seven straight in the series. overall has a 28 to 20 and and one lead the series is scheduled to end next year and Mm. and one of the greatest rivalries in all of northwest indiana high school sports will end
1: hey paul can you hang on through this scoreboard update i can i can all right this scoreboard update brought to you by bex hybrids at bex we are and will remain farmers at heart
2: all right, some more f- high school football scores coming at you. Lewis Cass, they beat Northfield this evening. That was another shutout. Lewis Cass on top 34 to nothing. Alexandria Alexandria Monroe, they get a shutout over Wabash, 42 to nothing. Fort Wayne Snyder, they beat East Noble 45 to 28. Triton, they fell to Laville, 22 to 16. West Noble, they beat Wawasee, 20 to 12. Fishers, they get the big victory over Pike, another shutout in that game, 40-0 in favor of Fishers. Some more scores, Lakeland, they beat Churubusco, 61-39. to 39. Adams Central, they beat Eastside, 42-7. to 7. Jay County, they get the victory over Huntington North, 14-9. Indianapolis Chittard, 46, Indianapolis Tech, six that score heritage they get the victory over fairfield 39 to 13 northridge they beat elkhart 35 to 29 northview they pick up a victory tonight over greencastle 43 to 21 the final score in that game another shutout pendleton heights shutting out anderson 49 to nothing penn they beat mishawaka 28 to 7 south adams They get the victory over Belmont, another shutout, 48-0 in that game. Tippecanoe Valley, they beat Rochester, 39-8. Tipton beats Elwood, 38-0. Tri-Central, they get a big victory over Westdale, 26-6 is the final score in that one. Twin Lakes beats Delphi, 28-7. Warsaw, low-scoring game against Chesterton
0: whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at K I S Q A L I.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
2: Warsaw gets the victory eight to six for network, Indiana sports. I'm James Adams.
0: Welcome back everyone.
1: Paul Condry rejoins me hall of fame broadcaster from the regional radio sports network. And, um, he has the Merrillville Hobart ball game. Merrillville wins this one 31 12. You mentioned, Paul, and I had uh, unfortunately forgotten that this is a rivalry that's going to be ending. And, you know, for a former brick like you, this has to be pretty painful.
5: Yeah, it really, uh, It's it's been a great matchup. I know I can only speak for myself personally, but. Uh, we lost two games my junior and senior year in high school. We finished 9-1. and one. Both of those losses were to Uh Still painful to this day. I can still tell you everything. Wanted to know 50-some-odd years later about it. But it's been a great series. Great coaches. There's been great coaches and great players on both sides. I can go up and down the line. How many guys have played in the NFL, as well as uh, have uh, guys are in the Indiana Football Hall of Fame? That mm-hmm. coached for Maribel, coached for Hobart, Hall of Famers, uh, players, uh, guys who have played all over uh, the NFL as well as the Big Ten. And so it's been a great, uh, it's been a great series. Most importantly, I think it's been really one of those series that, despite uh, you know both teams. Uh, living on each other's borders, it's been clean. It's been hard fought. It's been fun. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, I know Penn Mishawaka is a good one. I know the legendary coach Chris Giesman always talks about that as the grocery cart game because everybody's in the grocery the next day uh, ramming their carts into everybody talking about the game. And this was just, this series has been similar right. to that. It's been a great series. Of course, when Hobart left the Doodling Conference – uh, that really changed the the landscape, but once again, Hobart's the smallest school uh, up in that geographical area, and when they were leaving the Dunlap Conference, and so. You know, all things have to go, as they say, but it's going to be a good one. The last, the the, the final game next year will be at Don Howfield at the Brickyard. I'm just going to start, boy, I'm just going to start a campaign right now. Let's just take that last game of all time and move it to the Bricky Bowl. That would be the ultimate game to finish that series.
1: Paul Condry will be joining us tomorrow night to, to talk about This uh, second game of the regular season high school football, the recap, crazy night, Paul. Games got postponed, got delayed. Uh, It's kind kind of a different night on the show tonight. And so we'll have a chance to catch up with everybody, but we'll join one another tomorrow night. Thanks so much for the call. All right, Coach.
5: Great to be able to talk with you tomorrow.
1: Thanks so much. Chris Norton from WITZ in Jasper with the Jasper 39 nothing win over Evansville Harrison. Chris, an alumnus of Indiana Sports Talk, Chris Norton, thanks for the call. Good win for the Wildcats tonight. Absolutely. It was
6: happy belated 30th anniversary, by the way. Uh, Thank you lot- very much. Coming off a loss against Evansville Memorial, things didn't go their way last week. So trying to get the running game up and running this week, Uh, it did 22 carries over 240 yards as a team. They did not have to pass the ball once, which is what the Wildcats prefer. It was the Carter-Holsworth show early and often. He had their two first touchdowns, Looked like a fairly regular game in the first quarter, 12 to nothing, a Wildcat lead. And then it was a Diego Martinez punt block and a scoop and score for Ross Dawkins. It seemed to be kind of the backbreaker. Hayden Ernie takes in a touchdown from 15 yards out, his lone touch of the game. Jack Levin's first ever varsity carry, a house call from 48 yards. And then, of course, has to be outdone to Carter Holdsworth. Another one for 39. 12 carries, 133 on the ground for him. Uh, and the Wildcats roll over Memorial 39 to nothing.
1: Well, it's a big win. How bad was the the uh, heat? How was it? was that a factor tonight? Um, you know what? We saw some guys tramping in the latter stages. When I showed
6: up. Now, right this would have been, uh, as I'm doing math here, about 6.30 Eastern time as we go across uh, the time change here in, in Evansville. Uh, when I got there, it was 94 degrees to feel like was 108. So we yes. actually got delayed from yikes. there and expected 8.30. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> Bro, just about until 9 yikes. o'clock. It was right. So, Thankfully, wow. thankfully we had <laughs> air conditioning. So big shout out to Evansville Harrison for having the Away Press Plus AC because that was, that was a lifesaver time.
1: 94. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, Real feel 108. Uh, and I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure the booth was air conditioned. It, it was. It was a nice
6: cool 65 in the booth. Uh, Coach Terry Gobert and oh. I could not have been more comfortable.
1: <laughs> well, they did that for Terry. <laughs> that's, they, took, they, no, they took care of him. Uh, legend that he is, they took care of him. All right, who do you have next week? Uh, they've got Evansville rights next week. So
6: that's going to be a pretty Ooh. big matchup, I think, Ooh. on both sides. Uh, we'll see what the Wildcats right. do against some flight competition.
1: Chris Norton. All right. It's good to hear from you, Chris. Hope everything is well. Uh, Jasper over Evansville Harrison tonight in a uh, very impressive win. Good job tonight, 39 nothing the final for Jasper. Good job, Chris. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, thank you for t- taking the time with us, and we'll see you then. Oh. I'll look forward to it. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network joins me. He has the call on Mishawaka Marion's 21-14 win over Culver, Culver Academies. Hey, Tanner, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, very impressive win for Marion tonight.
7: Yeah, it was, Coach. I mean, last week they had a tough opponent in Mishawaka where they lost uh, 44-12. But I tell you what, in talking to Mike Davidson ahead of that game, he said despite losing, he said unlike last year when they lost to Mishawaka, they learned a lot about themselves and still made good plays, and they were able to take that against a team that – and give props to Andy Dorrell. He's done a nice job with that program in the 26 years that he's been there. But Mishawaka was able to learn from their mistakes, and it was a game of the first half. All the scoring ended up coming – Uh, from that way and you know they let Culver this is how you respond coach they let Culver score uh, with about six minutes left Mm. in the first and what do they do they return Mm -hmm. the next kickoff less than 20 seconds after 80 yards to the house to tie it up and eventually get the the 21-14 victory so coach Davidson likes this group he's confident in the group and the ability to learn from those mistakes from last week are really nice and that's one thing he likes about uh, this upcoming group and getting the nice victory over the Eagles tonight
1: Well, they don't shy away from playing a difficult schedule, do they? (laughs) No, no, they do not. I mean, when you look
7: at next week, which we'll have the call on Regional Radio Sports Network, they have to challenge themselves immediately. They have to take on... Uh, For Buff Jesuit. Uh, Don't forget, just a couple years ago, or at least uh, prior to last season, that was a a consistent semi state matchup between the Braves and and, uh, the Knights. So that's one that they're going to have to learn right away. Uh, You know, continue. The defense was great. I tell you what, coach, uh, Chase Base, keep an eye on him. He had an interception and a fumble recovery. So we gave him our player of the game nods. And he's going to need to continue to make those big plays, especially against right. the Buff team. That's always impressive. And Matt he's done a phenomenal job with that program during his tenure. So yeah, he talked about cooling off, staying hydrated, and getting themselves ready for another tough-tested battle against Buff next week.
1: <laughs> That's well said. That's a great job, Tanner Camp, on the call of Mishawakamarian's 21-14 win over Culver Academies. Tanner, thanks. Have a great weekend.
7: Hey, thank you so much, Coach. Always a pleasure to get to be on the show. And thanks for that's you, not just for Indiana High School football, for Indiana Athletics. Always a pleasure to be on the show.
1: Thanks for the kind words. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tanner. Thanks very much. So... Um, you, People, you don't have to say that, please, but it's nice. <laughs> it's it's all good. All right, we have more football to talk about. Tom Dilly from Garen Catholic, Ryan Cole from Centerville are going to join me after our next school board update. And again, I remind you, join us tomorrow night, our Saturday edition. Uh, we're going to talk a little college football tomorrow on the show, talk a, a little bit about the Colts too. and uh, They wrapped up their preseason last night with – Philadelphia, and so we we have things to talk about. But you know, Friday nights are high school football, so we're glad you're with us. And we're it was hot out there, it was thick, um, and I hope everybody's okay. I hope you know fans, uh, officials, uh, players, and coaches. It's a it's a tough tough night. We're back. Scoreboard update though coming up with James Adams. I apologize, James. James Adams. Coming up on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.
2: Quick MLB scoreboard update. It is the top of the sixth inning in the game between the Cincinnati Reds and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona up five to one in that one. Bottom of the fourth, KC Royals over the Seattle Mariners. That score still three to two in favor of the Royals. And in the top of the sixth inning, the Atlanta Braves. They are up four to nothing over the San Francisco Giants. We've got a lot of high school football scores coming in right now. Fishers, they shut out Pike today. That score was 40 to nothing in favor of Fishers. Forest Park, they get the win over Perry Central, 37-26. Fort Wayne Snyder, they beat East Noble this evening, 45-28, the score in that game. Fort Wayne, Wayne, Fort Wayne Northrop, final score in that one, 35-7 in favor of Fort Wayne Wayne. Fountain Central, they beat Crawfordsville, 28-12. Greenfield Central, they beat Greensburg, 57-0. Guerin Catholic, they beat Lafayette Central Catholic 27-3. Hamilton Heights, they blow out North Montgomery 28-12. Hamilton Southeastern versus North Central Indianapolis. Final score 35-7 in favor of Hamilton Southeastern. Hanover Central versus Hammond Morton. Hanover Central gets the victory 24-14. Heritage Christian, they shut out Shenandoah 19-0. Heritage Hills, they beat Tell City 56-7. Heritage, they get the victory over Fairfield 39-13. Indianapolis Attucks, they beat Terre Haute North 38-10, the score on that one. Indianapolis Chittard, they get the victory over Indianapolis Tech 46-6. And Indianapolis Lutheran, they beat Indianapolis Ritter 49-12. to For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Let's talk some football on Indiana Sports Talk. Garen Catholic is ranked number two in 3A. Tonight, they beat Lafayette Central Catholic 27-3. to Garen Catholic's Tom Dilley joins me. Tom, congratulations on a great win tonight.
8: Thanks, Bob. It was a fun night here at Garen Catholic.
1: I would think so. Playing a Lafayette Central Catholic tradition tradition and tradition here and these are two great programs tremendous respect for one another I, I understand I know why you play it's a great game to play because you you know you're gonna have to be at your best to win and you guys were pretty solid tonight
8: yeah we uh, certainly weren't perfect but our kids played hard and uh, you know the LCC kids did as well and that's what you're always going to expect and uh, it was a uh, good to keep the trophy that goes with this game at our place for another year. We're really happy.
1: So what's the key? i got to believe in a game like this, you were able to dominate up front.
8: You know, I think our guys up front did a good job. Um, I thought our defense just overall played played really well. Uh, did give up a, a couple drives and had to bow up near the goal line and, and um, but did it when we had to. Also took the ball away a few times. Um, you know, there was a, a good portion of the game that we held their pretty darn good offense uh, in check a little bit. Uh, even when, when all, while our offense was sputtering, our defense was able to hang in there and keep us uh, in good field position.
1: Well, you know, you've gotten off to a nice start, Tom. You really have. And you have a, a you know a balanced team a, a experience and some young guys are
8: playing well. Tell me who plays well for you tonight. You know, offensively, we had uh, three receivers that really shined last week, and I thought LCC did a nice job of having a plan for some of them. And uh, our our fourth receiver, Hayden Clare, stepped up in the first half and uh, made some really key catches and runs after the catch. Uh, Peter Rooney, who's now playing as a senior, playing his second game ever at tailback, you know, last Mm -hmm. week had 100 yards against McCutcheon, and this week uh, was just pounding away and finally broke a couple. And I'm not sure what he ended up with, but he had a great night. Uh, defensively, I thought our three our three defensive backs, uh, Malcolm Howes, is a uh, converted quarterback. He was actually our starting quarterback for about eight games last year after we lost our uh, uh, starter to an injury and did a great job of quarterback, but now he's transitioned to corner. He had two picks tonight. Uh, Aaron Keller's really a solid leader in the middle of the field for us and broke up a number of balls and made a, a lot of nice uh, tackles and run support. And uh, Nick Bauman, our other corner, um, he made some great plays, knocking some really good throws right out of receivers' hands before they could put them away. The, uh, that LCC offense is really good, and those three guys did a great mm-hmm. job.
1: All right, who do you have next week?
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
8: Uh, we have Heritage Christian.
1: Okay, I like that. Yeah. That's always a good yeah. match. that's a good. That's yeah. good.
8: Yeah, you're I mean, going back to
1: back, to back to back of you know, great opponents.
8: Absolutely. Uh, Coach Nate does a great job with LCC, and Coach Ray does an awesome job with Heritage Christian. they have those guys right. ready. And, you know, we've got to lick our wounds a little bit from a physical game and get ready to play. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I appreciate you calling me. I really do. you got plenty of things to do after a game, but to pick up the phone means a lot to me. Thanks a lot. Tom hey, Dilly. for. Highlight
8: of- G- Highlight oh, of sorry. my week, Bob. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you need to worry about your week. Tom Dilley from Gary <laughs> Garen Catholic, else Lafayette Central Catholic, 27-3. Thanks a lot, Tom. Good luck next week.
8: Thanks, Bob. Have a good weekend.
1: Thank you. Ryan Cole from Centerville joins me. Great game tonight. 14-7 winners over Hagerstown. Coach Cole, thanks so much for the call. Yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime. Listen, I I, I mean this. I, I mean, thank you so much for the call. It's hard on a night like tonight where it's hot. It's it's brutal. You want to be somewhere cool. You, you know, you, we want to be doing something other than calling me. I understand it, but thank you for taking time. So we got a one score game here. This is a this is a good solid win for your kids.
9: Yeah, it was a great win. It was a dogfight. We kind of knew that was going to be the case coming in, um, and yeah, our kids dug deep. It was hot, and we had a lot of guys cramping, and, and you know, we were trailing seven to six late in the game, and, and came up big. Um, but Jake Tinkle threw a touchdown, and to Nate Dickinson for a go-ahead touchdown, and it proved to be enough.
1: So you had to get the ball back though, right? How much time's left on this on this uh, last drive you have? Uh, it wasn't our last
9: drive. We scored. We scored early in the fourth to take the lead. Okay. Our defense. Uh, there's there's plenty of time left. And it went back and forth multiple times. And our defense came up with a couple big turnovers, a couple big plays. Um, we got deep in the red zone. Should have probably went up twenty one to seven, but had a holding call. Got a touchdown called mm. back. We had mm. multiple touchdowns called back on the night. Um, so just some just some silly penalties that we got to clean up. And um, but you know those kind of games, the adversity that was that we had, and. A lot of kids cramping had to rely on some younger kids right. backups that had to come in and right. like, man up men- mentality and they did a great job and, and they responded well
1: good for them good for them it'll be an it'll be a spirited uh film session i would imagine <laughs> when when you pull it out and go look uh if we don't make these mistakes we win by two touchdowns or three touchdowns
9: yep and I, absolutely you know i think that was that's what we're going to see and uh, but we needed to be battle tested we needed a game like that we needed to have some adversity if we're going to you know continue to grow and get better and that was a, that
1: was a good one for us well are you getting better are you growing in your mind
9: absolutely um, no doubt about it i think everybody is but every every week and every game i think that's that's the goal and um, we definitely saw growth in a lot of areas so um yeah we, we didn't have a close game last week and it, it was good for us to have one this week we've got easter hancock next week who's Uh, right be a really good they're a good football team so it was good for them to have
1: this test this week well you know your colleagues and you probably talk about this too is you're looking for that growth from game one to game two so uh as you mentioned you, you you didn't you didn't have a big challenge last week but you had one tonight so i would think you have to be impressed with where you are after two games
9: yeah, we are. We're you know we're two and zero, oh, and like I told the boys it doesn't doesn't matter how you win. Sometimes you just got to get get through it, and get the <laughs> W, and um, wasn't nice. always pretty, but they they battled and, and came away, which um, you know that was awesome. I was proud to see these boys and battling through that heat all week, and then tonight the, the we had guys cramping. We kept our game at seven o'clock, right. and it was a hot one. And Ooh. it was uh, it was it was good though. It was it was fun. It was exhausting. You know our players were beat up a little bit, so. We'll get them into the trainer tomorrow and make sure everybody's all right. But uh, yeah, it was a great night.
1: Shout out to all the trainers and their staffs around the state. They worked. They 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 worked hard tonight. A night like tonight, I'm sure your coaching staff glad to have all those guys around them. Uh, so a big win for hey for Centerville, fourteen seven over Hagerstown. Ryan Cole, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for the call. All right, thanks, Bob. Have a great one. Thank you. Tyler Bless from Plainfield. Quakers go 2-0. 15-14 winners over Lafayette Harrison. Coach, thanks for the call. Congratulations on the win.
10: Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. They're a good team.
1: They're a good football team that you beat tonight. They're
10: they're, they're a very good football team, and Coach Peebles is doing a very good job. And I'm sure we will see those that team uh, in sectionals, whether it's the first round or... Um, hopefully, sectional championship. But yes, they're a very good football team.
1: Yeah, I forgot. You know, since I've been gone from playing field for a few years, I forgot you guys are in the sectional. So, yeah, this is a an even even um, more impressive win. I mean, it it, it really is. So, yeah, you, do you win yeah. it at, at the end, or how do you win this thing?
10: Uh, well. Coming, coming to find out we're kind of a team that likes to play from behind and have to earn it but uh, <laughs> we, we got a late score right before halftime to put us down seven to 14 at, going into halftime and then uh, you know kind of found our momentum in the fourth quarter and uh, we, we, we ran a fake punt about probably midfield and went down and ended up scoring on that drive and um, went for two and, and succeeded on that. So it took a 15-14 lead and then our defense got us stopped and then we got the ball mm. back with about maybe five minutes to go and we're able to, to run a four or five minute offense and, and run the clock out. So uh, extremely proud of our kids. They they fought hard. They, they stayed in the fight like we asked them to do and we found a way to win it in the fourth.
1: Coach, can you hang on through this uh, scoreboard update? Yes, sir. Outstanding. We'll come back, talk more about Plainfield's win over Harrison. Steve Kolb from WAXL will join me talking about Heritage Hills and Tell City after this scoreboard update.
2: All right, final scoreboard update of the evening. We'll try and get through as many high school football scores as we can. Evansville Memorial. They shut out Evansville North this evening, 17-0 nothing the final score in that one. Cascade they beat Beach Grove 35 to 13. Centerville, they beat Hagerstown 14 to 7. Christian Brothers, they beat Carmel 55 to 28 the final in that one. Clinton Prairie, they beat Frankfurt 39 to 8 final score. Cloverdale they take on Edinburgh and they get the 20 to 6 victory in that one. Columbia City 42 to 14 over Plymouth Decobb over Garrett 42 to 13 the final score. East Central, they take on Harrison of Ohio 42 to 7 is the final score. Eastbrook, they beat Fort Wayne Concordia 38 to 24. Forest Park 37 Perry Central 26. Fort Wayne Snyder beats East Noble, 45-28. Greenfield Central, they take on and beat Greensburg, 57-0. Hamilton Heights got the victory over North Montgomery, 28-12. Hanover Central, they got the victory over Hammond-Morton, 24-14. Kokomo, they took on Whiteland, they win, 27-13. Lakeland and Cherubusco, Lakeland win, 61-39. Michigan City, they took on Lafayette Jeff. Michigan City beats Lafayette Jeff 36-30. Monroe Central 43, Union City, Union City 22, New Haven 36, Fort Wayne Lures 7, and New Prairie 29, Goshen 10. That'll do it for me for Network Indiana Sports. I'm James Adams. Coach, take us home.
1: Well done, James Adams. Well done. Let's talk some ball with Coach Tyler Bless from Plainfield. The alma mater tonight with a W, Uh, 15-14 over Harrison. Two good teams, Coach. So, uh, refresh my memory here. How do you get that winning touchdown?
10: Yeah, it was just – I think it was one of those drives where we kind of kept running the ball, kept running the ball and and had some success. And then uh, I believe it was – I want to say it was a third and goal. And uh, Luke Starnes is a sophomore running back for us and uh, found the end zone and then – we have a we have a formation that we like to use that uh, is a, a part of our PAT and and we had the had the numbers correct and um, I believe that the young man that scored that two point conversion was uh, Brandon Hendry and uh, we were able to take a, a 15-4. Fourteen lead, and then uh, our defense got to stop in, in the uh, fourth quarter, and we're able to get the ball back. And then, like I said earlier, have a have a four five minute uh, offense and and ran out the clock, and we're able to finish in, in the greatest formation in football, and that's uh, the victory formation.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure, sure is. So, who do you have next week?
10: Yeah, we're going to open up uh, mid state play on the road at uh, right. so it's a uh, it's a good opportunity for our kids uh, to go one and zero next week, and it's uh, it's a right. rivalry that we have here between right. uh, those two schools. So I you know I'd be shocked if both schools weren't ready to to play each other.
1: I, I know about that rivalry. <laughs> yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Now, uh, Mike Gillen. Uh, and I played against each other uh, in in high school all the way through high school. Uh, okay. he, he went to Decatur. Yeah, he went to Decatur Central, and obviously I'm a Quaker, and yeah. um, we uh, he uh, the last football game I played at at Plainfield uh, was against Decatur Central. Uh, Gill and I were both quarterbacks. We'd been quarterbacks all the way through junior high and high school. And so, I mean, we've we've been longtime friends dating back to those days in junior high. And um, they were in the midst of like a three-year undefeated stretch at Decatur.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: And uh, I was uh, taking my SAT the next morning and starting basketball practice. So my, my goal was to come through unscathed. I needed to be injury-free Going into practice uh, yeah. and so he threw he threw for three touchdowns, and I threw for two. He never lets me forget it frankly and uh, i I always remind him that they may have won that football game, but we beat them. In basketball, when they came out to our place after they had won the Marion County tournament. So, you know, these things balance themselves out. So I'm pulling for you next week. Say hi to my buddy and best You're of luck welcome. to the Quakers. Coach Bless, Thank thanks you. so much for the call. Good luck and yep. good luck next week. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. W. AXL's Steve Kolb. Steve, how are you tonight?
11: I'm great, Bob. <laughs> absolutely great
1: all right so tonight in all of this heat they made you work heritage hills beating tell Hill city 56 7 hills are pretty good aren't they
11: they are much improved this year yeah they they still have some work to do um heritage hills uh, their coaching staff uh, todd wilkerson and his guys made the call they switched to a Spread offense. Hard to imagine if you've ever seen him play. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> wait. Wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. Hey, thank goodness I'm sitting down. But yeah, I heard you say spread <laughs> offense.
11: Yep. Now they're still running it a lot. Okay. And they're still being right. extremely successful. And that's where they need to improve. And they and and they will. Um, the passing game still isn't exactly where they want it, but. They've got a very talented sophomore quarterback, Jet Goldsberry. Uh, your listeners might remember his dad, John mm-hmm. Goldsberry, was mm-hmm. a really nice player at Purdue right. years ago. And, and Jace is a, a very good athlete, and he gives them a, a, a real dual threat at quarterback, and he throws the ball very well. Just misfired a few times tonight. Right. Hey, um, Steve. Uh, uh, yeah. all the, hey, yeah. Steve.
1: yeah, Steve, hang on here through this short break, okay? Okay. All right, well, Steve. Colb, and I will come back talk more football on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Steve Kolb from WAXL down in Santa Claus rejoins us. Heritage Hills wins tonight, 56-7 over Tell City. All right, you tell me about this spread offense a little bit, but they still have elements of a solid rushing game. Seems to have been pretty balanced this evening, Steve.
11: It was really not as balanced. There was a lot of running, and that was the case in the big win, uh, 43-point effort against Southridge in week one. They did it mostly on the ground, did have a a passing touchdown last week. Tonight, 307 yards on the ground, 77 through the air, all the touchdowns. Mm on the ground, but uh, Jace, uh, Jet Goldsberry, the quarterback, rather, uh, three, uh, two rushing touchdowns, had one from 68 yards and one from uh, 21, and Braden Durham, big 6'2", 205-pound running back as a senior, ran it in three times, and and then uh, one of their senior um, defenders picked up a fumble and ran it back about 70 yards. Tell City's a better team than that final score would indicate two really bad fumbles for them. Um, took them out of scoring drives and that one, obviously, on the 70-yard fumble return, immediately turned into points. So, um, Heritage Hill's got a a 35-point lead right before half, had the running clock in the second half. Both teams used second-unit guys, and second-unit guys for Heritage Hills scored a couple of times in the second half. So, um, a bigger score than probably you would imagine when these two teams played. But uh, Heritage Hill is looking much, much improved, and especially on the defensive side of the ball. They are much improved than they were a year ago.
1: Who do they have next week, Steve?
11: First road contest next week, P- uh, Pocket Athletic Conference large school division opener at the Boonville Pioneers at historic Bennett Field wow. in Boonville. Uh-huh. uh Darren Ward's got another good team over there. Darren's a former yeah. high school teammate of mine. and uh, So always fun to go and watch his guys play over there. And sure. that'll, be a, that'll be a fun when they play tomorrow at Southridge. Uh, so um, uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see the Pioneers next week.
1: Steve Cole from WAXL. Thank you so much, Steve. I know you got a lot going on. Heritage Hills tonight beats Tel City 56-7. to 7. Steve, have a great weekend. Thank you so much for being with us.
11: Thank you, Bob. I'll try to talk to you again next week. I'll
1: look forward to it. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Very hot night. Very muggy night. Uh, you heard our conversations with coaches and media uh, colleagues about cramping and all of that, so just a tough, tough night. A lot of games delayed their starts were moved back and so an uncommon Friday night. We had a great, great weather uh, opener last week and uh, hopefully get that same thing coming up on Friday. Join us tomorrow night on Indiana Sports Talk. We appreciate you joining us on Fridays but we are on Saturdays too. We'll talk some college football tomorrow talking about Purdue and IU, and, and Notre Dame. My thanks, as always, to Graham Shear, James Adams, Jack Johnston. Great job. Thanks so much to our great affiliated stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks to all of you for making us the most listened-to sports talk show in our state's history. It is the history-making legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.